All right, let's go. All right, all right. Let's talk about Jared Benar. And nobody knows him. I, on the way over here, I was talking to a guy cutting his lawn, and I said, do you know him? And nobody knows him. And he is the coach, uh, as, as we all know, of the Colorado, uh, Colorado team. He's from Yorkton, Saskatchewan. That's, that's How real Canadian. Ca- that is real Canadian. He won the ECHL championship with the South Carolina Stingrays. He won the Collar Cup with the Lake Erie Monsters. And now he's won the Stanley Cup, and nobody knows him. And he, he, the only time I ever notice him is when he's getting an argument with McKinnon. Do you, you ever notice yeah, that? Yeah, sometimes they go at it at the bench pretty good. Yeah, I remember one time he was, I guess that's the way he Have played. you ever argued with a player on a bench when you were coaching? Mm, I Arguing? No, I don't think anybody uh, was too volatile, I guess. <laughs> Ricky Middleton he used to. Used to uh, he, no, you used to, used to give him. Well, you said you used to coach by... I coached on the bench. Right, but you used to like, but not know what the, what the word is, not shame them, but you used to be, you Oh, know. yeah, okay. So, so the guy, guy wouldn't cover the point. And I'd say, you see that? And I said, and I'm really. Let's, let's, let's use a name. Mm, say Terry. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terry, Terry never, well, no, and Terry was a little different. He was all over the ice. Say, say a guy never covered the point. And I'd say, and, 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 and the guy knows that he's on the bench being criticized by me. So and, he's still on the ice, but he knows that you're talking about him on the bench. And, and when he comes off, you better say something to him because then if you don't say something to him, you're, you're being two-faced. Ah, oh, uh, that's the way the players would uh, yeah, they interpret know. it. And um, Ricky Middleton, I had the trouble I had, Ricky Middleton, he never was taught anything. He just, just scored goals. And I and I was having a tough time with him at the start, you know, training camp and everything. In the first game, I think he got a hat trick. And, oh, Just to spite you. It was in Vancouver. He, he put it with uh, Jean Rattel and Johnny Busick, and he got, got a hat trick. Yeah. Right wing. He got a, <laughs> actually gets a hat trick, and I'm telling him to play defense. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing, boy, at the end, you could put him on if you're winning 3-2, and uh, you could put him on there, and he, he, he'd cover the point. And I see where spread as has the Avalanche winning again. Right. Spreads.ca, they look and see, you know, who's going to win the Stanley Cup next year. And uh, the Avalanche are five to one favorites. And Leafs are second. Second at nine to one. <laughs> Holy. What, Cindy, uh, you love spread. and uh, t- Oh, I love spreads, yes. Our sponsors. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of sites to go on to bet and everything. But, you know, if you love animals and you love your dog and all that, they gave us, what, $25,000 uh, to uh, the Don Cherry Pet Rescue Foundation. So as, as you said, Tim, I mean, all these sites are the same. They give you the same odds, right? Right, right. So, I mean, why wouldn't you go with the Canadian one that's given back to society? And these are all American, usually. Yeah, and you're in competition with all these, with their multi-million dollar marketing schemes. Boy, they, they have some good commercials. commercials. Holy yeah. smokes. And you got yeah. Spreads here who yep. sponsors us. Like, why wouldn't you go to us? Right. So that's Spreads.ca. And if you sign up now and use the promo grapes, they'll spot you 500 or uh, they'll match your first deposit up to $500. For a sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks, and you get 10 spins on the big wheel for some big dough. And they're Canadian, and they've been around a long time, and 
They're good friends. Yeah, they're good friends. So, Dad, the one thing that is really hard to believe, and the Stanley Cup is over, is Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl are one-two in scoring still yeah. in the playoffs. And 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 McDavid is is plus fifteen, and he's and after the playoffs are over, him and Dreisaitl are are one-two. And how how would I say that Edmonton needs? They need a goaltender. They've, there's no doubt in my mind they need a goaltender. I'm not saying Smith played bad, but. If you had a if you if you take that goaltender that played for Tampa, put him with uh, Edmonton, there's no question they'd be in the finals. Dad, I I gotta ask you a, a philosophy of a hockey player. Like if you're a kid like McDavid, and you know he sees all these people going on to win the Stanley Cup and yeah. all that, he's gotta be frustrated. Like there, what's his there's philosophy? There's no doubt that he is, and him and, and Drysital shows it once in a while. All they need is a goaltender, and if uh, Kenny Holland, if he gets out there and he doesn't get a goaltender, then but they, you know what though, though, Dad, they we've been saying that for three years now. Yeah, you know, and uh, not knocking Smith, but he's th- you know he's four, he'll be forty one this year. Yeah, and he, you know, he's hurt a lot, and he runs hot and cold, and you see these, you know, these guys coming up with these goalies, and Edmonton doesn't seem to have. What, a pro- did, what did you say? You 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 you'd get you you the first guy you'd go after? No, a guy I go uh, that might be available is Spencer Martin from Vancouver, and you're going to say, well, there you go with another un un you know untested goalie. But I mean, he really played well. Yeah. When Vancouver had him, when his goalies, so he, there he is. He's three. I think he was three and zero. Oh. You got two goals scored on him, and I think it was McDavid and Drysdale scored on him, and then the other two guys come back, and he goes back down to the minors, and then they go on a losing streak. Again. Maybe they're just trying to hide him. But well, I, I, yeah, it's it's tough. And then if you even make it more stuff, Evander Kane was tied for the most goals this year in the playoffs. Yeah. So they had the top three, they had the top point scores and the top goal score, and they they just well, made, they didn't have a guy like Cal McCarr won the Conn Smythe, and boy. Uh, you know, he. I think he had twenty-three goals. And I when I when I tell people that what Bobby had that year, Bobby had. This is a true story, and I know nobody knows. But he had forty-six goals, eighty-six assists, eighty-six assists, and um, he was plus a hundred and twenty-four. That's in one year. That's that's like. But I'm not knocking McCall because he's a good hockey player, but. When they he he and Bobby Orr and one other one other one were the only guys to win the Norris and Con Smythe in the same year. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby Bobby did it twice. Right, <laughs> and let's talk about Cadre. Yeah. Uh, he uh, now now he not turned he not turned into Lady Bing by because he he was the guy that put out Bingham and I think St. Louis had a real good shot. Remember remember Cadre was doing the interview <laughs> and, and Bingham took a bottle and threw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> and Cadre said, "I can't say it's what yeah, he's." Cadre, well, he had he had seven goals, fifteen points in sixteen games. So if he kept on that pace, if he didn't break his thumb, yeah, well, he I, he, he could have he could have been up for the Con Smythe. No, I don't. They, he had two they, game winning goals. Yeah, well, maybe. When I think of Cadre, all I think about he was very kind to you when you were going through your your uh, saga there with Hockey Night in Canada. He didn't jump on the bandwagon like a lot of the people did against you and all that. He was quite uh, quite supportive, right? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Oh yeah. yeah, he he was he was pretty. He was very good about it, and he didn't badmouth you or anything. So he's well, a man of principle. Well, that's good. Anyhow, I like Cadre. But here's here's. The, I know you don't want to say, but he said all you guys that think I was a liability, you can kiss my ass. That's what he said on TV. 
So, and it's funny. Well, the way he played for Leafs, he, he was. No, you know what, though, Dad? I think, well, you said the same thing, is that that he was the only guy playing. He was the only guy hitting well, on the Leafs at the time. But, and then the media, Toronto media goes, well, that was towards Dubas and all that. And I thought, man, you know what? That was towards the Toronto media as well. That was towards Elliot, Elliot Freeman. I remember and all he broke guys. in. Because all those, all those guys were saying, oh, Kadri's a liability in the playoffs. I mean, Dubas and Shanahan never said that. It was the media that yeah. said it. I remember when he, when, when he first broke in, he was 18 years old. He played for London, right? And uh, London uh, Knights. And... I'll never forget that he he was tied for the most points of of all the people that, that played in for the Leafs, uh, on the Leafs, and he and he had the best plus minus, and and he, they sent him down. Well, uh, you were you were always saying that on Coach's Corner, like you just didn't understand why he was up and down from the Marlies all the time. Yeah. You you were saying I don't understand it. No, I, and you were the only press person to and be they keep, called him fat and, and to keep saying that he, yeah, he didn't say, have a good time when he was here in Toronto. You were yeah. the only one that would stick up for him. He's a pretty good guy, and uh, and he's well, with the championship. A, he's with the championship now, and he'll make big money next year. Oh boy, because he's a. He's I don't know. He didn't seem to. Be, they put him on. I don't know. There was a funny deal there. I don't know if he'll be with Colorado or not. He'll make wherever he is. He'll be making good dough. Well, Dad, the coaching carousel keeps going on, yeah. round and round. Rick Bonus is with uh, he's with Winnipeg. He's he's got a good goalie, uh, and uh, he's got pretty good defense, not bad, and uh, fair forward. So he's got a pretty good club. But uh, I thought they'd hire somebody tough, like you know, like Tortorella or somebody like that. Rick Bonus, maybe he's well. Two years ago, he went to the finals. Yeah. With, with with a pretty good goalie in in. Uh, Remember he got Dallas. cut. Remember your thing. You, yeah, you said he was tough when he got hit behind the bench coaching. Remember yeah. he was blood all over. He got hit. Yeah. Surprised most more coaches don't get. Zonked. Well, you're pretty, pretty sharp. Remember you know the when time, to duck. I remember the time we were coaching in um, in Windsor. At the prospect game. At the prospect game. Brian Kilray and, and Bert were there. And and he and so he had a bad he came anyhow, he had a bad knee, he couldn't play. Eric Branson, he was a defenseman and he was one of the top picks. Big but tall play. guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah plays for Calgary now. So I said, You stand back at the thing there. And, um, behind the bench, yeah, behind the bench at the at the. Well, that at, was nice that you let him play part. Yeah, he felt well, he like wanted he was to be part, part of the game. Eh? Absolutely, yeah. So, I, <laughs> a puck came. A guy was icing the puck, and Brian ducked, and Bert ducked, and then Brian ducked, and I ducked, and it hit him on the ear. Boy, did it ever slice his ear! It really sliced his ear. I says, "This could have, it could have been worse." And he says, well, "What do you mean it could have been worse? Is it could have hit me?" <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Bogner, he got fired by uh, the Sharks. No, no, he didn't get fired. No, oh yeah. According he, to the Sharks, he was relieved of his responsibilities. No oh, responsibilities. That was that was it. They didn't say fired. That we were saying. He Is was that the politically correct thing now wins, to say? Did, did he, yeah, how many? He, he had, uh, yeah, I think they were. They struggled a little bit, but it was funny though. It's not fired anymore. It's relieved of his responsibility. I like that. I like yeah. that. Well, remember what they said you? Well, that was politically correct in the seventies when you got fired by Doug Adams. Remember what he said oh, about yeah. you? Yeah, he, he called me in, and I remember he was smoking a little cigarillo or something. And he says, um, uh, "We're ch- making a change in your department." And I, uh, honest to God, for for about ten seconds, I said. I thought, who the heck is in our department? <laughs> it was me. I was the only guy in our department. And I, and you know, and I, and I remember I walked out and Phyllis, the, the secretary, the secretary that didn't like you. 
she didn't like me, and neither did O'Sullivan. And they the were PR snicker- guy. Yeah, they were they're snickering like you know. Yeah, they, they knew it was coming. They knew they let on they were writing, but they weren't. And I got outside the door. I remember getting getting outside the door, and I said something. I come back and I said, you know, you people shouldn't snicker. That's right. I know you're happy that I'm fired. I said I'm like a bad penny. I'll be back. <laughs> and you were. I, and I remember you toyed with them. I didn't talk to her. Yeah, and you made her life, and because she knew she was going to be fired. And even mom, I remember mom saying, have you fired her yet, or are you just letting her linger? No, I never did anything. And because dad, mom, mom's dad. You, like, you never asked her for a cup of coffee. Nope. You, nothing. You didn't ask her I for I didn't talk. <laughs> she came in late, and I, ne- I said, thank you. And I never said a word. I never did anything. And somehow mom was mad at you. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> because she... She knew what you were doing. Well, I don't know. And, and uh, I remember they, they had a meeting with me. Quit being so mean to Phil. Phyllis was her name. And uh, I said, I don't even talk to her. I remember you used to call her at home a different name. We won't say what, what it was. was. It? What no, name? never mind. And I said, what is, what is that word that dad keeps calling her? Mom says, never mind. Never mind. So fun that you stopped. Never mind. I forget what I called her. Well, it rhymed with uh, another disease word. Well, I, anyhow. <laughs> Dragon Lady, I think it was. No, yeah. It was something else. <laughs> well, Derek Lalonde went to Detroit, and uh, he coached in the AHL for two years, and, and uh, two years in the ECHL. And uh, Boston signed, signed for two years. It signed. Oh, three years. Did he sign in, in Boston? Yeah. Oh. Jim Montgomery. Jim Montgomery um, played in the AHL and the NHL. And he was assistant coach to the St. Louis, and uh, he's a good coach. Yeah, Coach Dallas. I don't know if it's going to be tough in Boston next year. This this might be the year that Toronto beats them because they're <laughs> oh well. There's like you know like Marchand. Marchand. They said won't be back till December. He had operation on both hips. Whew. Imagine that, and he played, and uh, the other guy had a bad elbow. Yeah, Bergeron, Bergeron, Bergeron got got operation. But they need to find get a goal, get their goaltending straightened out. Yeah, they got to get that uh, goaltender straightened out. You wonder if Boston's looking and going, hmm, that Berard kid is up next, not this year, but next year, <laughs> and even Fantelli, who sec- probably goes second next uh, next year. So you wonder if uh, they're thinking about funny, uh, pulling funny, a new, pulling a Pittsburgh. Funny, uh, Babcock now doesn't get that th- his name never mentioned anymore. Eh? No. Uh, make what is he making? Seven million. Well, so I think make, he's got one more year left. One more year left. No, that's the seven life. million bucks. Does for that doing is. nothing. He coaches uh, high uh, university now. Yeah. What a life. I think he though I, he'd like to be back. I. He, he, oh, would not, you give up the money for that? No. No. See, that's the thing. I I still don't understand. I don't know. Is let, let's say he did. Let's say he hire. He goes somewhere for three million. Does that mean? The Leafs still owe him seven, and then he gets another three. I don't know. I like think a, they make a settlement. Yeah. Yeah, they, they make a settlement. They haven't come back. But imagine making $7 million. <laughs> Holy died. And and how many years did he get paid for? Oh, I don't know. It was like five years or something. I have to look it up, something like that. That's a lot of money, boy. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm questioning whether they sign these goalies for long-term contracts. Like, like I don't I don't get it. That's you can be gone. They fire them so well, fast. They started to give them out when they start giving out long con- term contracts. Guys get paid for a lot of dough for doing nothing. Mr. Sagan's Nick Paul with Tampa. I um, got a seven year contract. There's the long contract again. At uh, works out to about three point uh, about about three million dollars a year. 
That's a long time, boy. But I, seven years, twenty-two million. But again, I just don't understand why Ottawa let him go. Well, I think he was an unrestricted free agent, and uh, he could have gone with anybody. And evidently, he he must have told him, "I'm I won't be back." He wasn't playing enough or something. Yeah. But he he sure played good for them. He can skate, and he's not afraid. And he hits, and he can score goals. He got the winning goal. And we saw him when he was 15 playing for the Mississauga Senators, I believe. I think he skated the same way then. He did. He kind of was a bit of a tough skater, but banged and smashed. It was all oh. elbows and crashed the net. And- I said about him, he was like a, a guy I used to play against called Gordon Labossier. And boy, you'd go in a corner with him, you'd pay the price. And him and I had something going for about eight years. Anyhow, Nick, and he's from Mississauga, and I'm glad he's doing well. So, Dad, you're a big baseball fan. The I Blue, am, I am. And the Blue Jays are kind of up and down this year, but um, they're... Well, they're, 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 there's nobody going to touch the Yankees. Do you know that Yankees per week pay $5 million per week? In salary. In salary, that's <laughs> right. $5 million a week in salary. So where do they get luxury all that money? Tax. Is, is, they must pay the lux, luxury tax. Yeah. Like, where do they get all that money? Is that, not, is that from the TV or the ticket yeah. sale? Like, yeah. the TV yeah. is the biggie. They don't try to say... One good thing about the Yankees, they try to be the best all the time. They don't, they don't save the money. And uh, the Blue Jays, um, they're, 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 they're doing pretty good. They're, yeah. they're, they're drawn good. They're, they're, they're drawn good. They, they, you know, I think the best they, they can hope for really is to get into the wild, be the first wild card. Speaking of the payroll, though, Dad, I was just looking at it. The Dodgers have the highest payroll in yeah. baseball at $285 million a year. And then the New York Mets, $256 million a year. What? And then the Yankees at $245 million a year. And what? the NHL, I think, is at $83 million hard cap. <laughs> well, yeah, but they play a lot. They play twice as many games. And um, <laughs> Yeah, but, I, I, Yankees, uh, but you've got to admit the Yankees, they try to go out and get... They yeah, try, same with the Red Sox. You know, I, I, just the one thing, though, Dad, because, you know, you talk about the luxury cap and stuff. I like to see in hockey that each team gets one player that is like a franchise player and their their salary doesn't go against the yeah. cap because it's not fair if you if you keep drafting well it's not fair so let's say you draft really well and you got three superstars well you know what either if they all want the same amount of dough you're going to either handcuff the like team like the or, leafs like the leafs or you're going to have to get rid of one of them and that's not fair and you get and you you get some guys that don't draft well you know, can pick up a superstar because yeah. because the other teams can't afford them. Well, that's a good thought. But, but you said Bat- Batman's whole thing is he wants pri- he wants what do they call that priority parody parody and um, and he and he's got it. Now, do you think do you think it's better? Like, and I know you you and Bobby Orr talked about this that there's the evil empire such as. Montreal Canadiens. Montreal, well, Montreal Canadiens or the New York Yankees or the Red no, Sox. No, I always, I call, I, I, uh, flagship, they always call it a flagship. When they come into town, it's a big deal. But like there's, to me, there's, I guess you could say Tampa, but there's no really big, no. like huh. New York, they, like you say, who's the New York Yankees of hockey? I'd say the Leafs or Boston. <laughs> but the Leafs haven't made out of the first run of the playoffs. And but any 15- city that you go to, you always see Leaf, Leaf jerseys in the... In, in the stands. So, Dad, one of the Yankees is Josh Donaldson. And he's got a short haircut. He's you know, short, it's a short. Well, they make all the Yankees get their hair yeah, cut. Yeah, and right? when you go, that's Steinbrenner. When you go there, you don't you have a, 
a scraggly beard. You don't have long yeah. hair. But remember, a long time ago, when he was with the Jays, uh, during the all, they were they were doing the All Star voting, and oh, yeah. and he was way, he was the best third baseman. There was oh. some guy that was like way ahead of him. And then what did you 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 took it personally? I took that personally, and I went out and and held up held up the number you could phone. And what did they get? It's something like fourteen million. Forty million. Forty? No, no, fourteen million. I think it was fourteen million. Oh, fourteen million. Yeah. Fourteen million. And um, Mookie Betts right now, right now he's the best, got the most votes. It's two million. That's you know, and and we had fourteen million. And um, well, I, that was like you like. I remember Luba was worried because you're in the middle of the playoffs. Yeah, I forget who was playing. And you held up a sign talking about baseball and the and the Blue Jays. Yeah. And uh, at and, the end, there. Yeah, and he, that, that that still holds. That's still a record. Most folks. Oh, 14 million. 14 million. M- Mookie Betts. Wasn't he the catcher when you were throwing the opening pitch too? He was very oh, kind yeah. to you. I remember he. Because you were practicing a lot. Cause I was practicing, and I was just terrible. Because a lot more. of people flubbed that first pitch. People don't know. It's a long way from the top of the mound. To when the... we measured it for you to practice, I couldn't believe how yeah. distance it was. I didn't was. think it was that far. I didn't either. I didn't read. <laughs> On TV, folks, it doesn't look that long, but it is. Anyhow, he said, I'll make you look good. And I said, how's the well, guy going to make me look good? And I threw it, and, I, and it was a pretty good strike, but it was short. Like yeah. it was. And he, he caught it and ran out. He, he ran towards it and caught it. Yeah, as soon as you threw it, he started walking he towards knew. you. He started walking towards you. Yeah, and it, and it looked like I really threw, <laughs> threw a real a great pitch. Yeah. And I threw it, and he said, I'll make you look good. I said, how the heck is guy going to make me look good? And he, and he and as as I threw it, he walked towards me. Yeah, so put, it looked like it was Did you right keep away. the ball? Do you, do you have the ball? Yeah, I have the, the ball. ball. You, you know what they do? I think it's, we said this once before, but they... Major, when you come out, Major League Baseball puts a sticker like on it that you can't get off, and they record it, and they know that that sticker is says that that ball is the ball that was thrown. Really? Right. So. Oh yeah, and I went to the umpires before that. Remember? Right. And they said, uh, so I had a sharpie there, and I was going to. He said, "Don't, no, no." And they said, "No, sign it with a ballpoint pen." Because they had the uh, the umpires were asking you to sign yeah, baseballs, and, and, and you l- took out your sharpie. And I took out my sharpie, and, I, and it was little room. It was little wee room they were in, and uh, they said, "No, no, sign it with the with the." You know what else I remember about that? As you were walking off, Jose Batista came up and shook your hand and said, "Good job getting Josh in the All Star game. Now go get us a pitcher." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, was I nervous. I was never so oh, nervous. Man, in my, oh man, I can understand why. I w- you know, and it was Canada Day, and I and it was against the Red Sox, so they were the back Sox, on Boston. I was going back to Boston. Yeah, that's right. And it was boy, Boston. I tell you, and they had me thrown it. Boy, I tell you, I sure was nervous. So, Dad, some sad news. A uh, friend of yours, you played with Jimmy Pappen. I sure did. Jimmy Pappen uh, died, and um, and I played with him. Uh, he's from Sudbury. I, I played with him in Rochester for three years. We won the Collar Cup three years in a row. He was a funny guy. It, say you had a three on two, and you didn't pa- and and you didn't pass him the puck. He'd go offside. <laughs> he'd go offside on purpose, and he skate right to the bench and he'd sit down and sulk. You know, so like, what do the other guys do? They get mad. Well, you better not say anything to him, boy. <laughs> He was he was a pretty big tall big tall guy. He he was really and you know he was the guy that you used to play tricks all the time. That um, that t- I I remember we were, we were in Springfield, 
And we and uh, Eddie Shore would not let us in until six o'clock because he didn't want to spend the electricity on the lights. And we sat in the bus for about twenty minutes waiting for the you know we were there early. Is this a night of a game or yeah, a night of a game? Night of a game. He wouldn't turn on the lights. Till yeah, six. and he, and and he ha- and Eddie Shore had a big beautiful uh, Cadillac. It was just gorgeous. It was is uh, you know how I like cars. Oh yeah. Oh, and it was, and we were walking in and and. Uh, Pappen said, "Just a minute." And he went over. And he kicked the side of the, kicked the side of the door in. Really? Oh. He kicked it. He could put a big dent in it. Oh. It was unbelievable. <laughs> he did the same thing at Batavia Downs. He had an old Cadillac and he had it all fixed up and everything. And the guy got it. You know how they parked there, and right close. And the guy got out and hit the side of the door. He says, "Wait a minute! Don't get out of the car." So we're sitting there in the car, and the guy left. He went out and he banged and kicked the side of that door in. Boy, he was he was really something. I, I and, and Joe Crozer came to me. He was the general manager and coach of the Rochester. He says, "I want you to room with uh, Jimmy Pappen." I said, oh, I, "I don't want to room with him. He's pretty sharp too. He was a really sharp guy." So we're laying in bed. We're going to have our so nap. So why wouldn't you want to room with? I him? don't know. I just didn't want. To. Well, that you Daryl Sly was your guy. Yeah, and I. I'd oh, room they're with breaking him. you up. Okay. Yeah. So I, I roomed with all the problem guys. Well, and, yeah, you sure did. They want You're sort of like a bull Yeah, Just think of that: Larry Zidell, Jimmy McKenney, Jimmy Poppin. Yeah, I'm laying in bed, and I said, imagine me rooming with you. And he said, "What do you mean?" I said, "I, I, I only room with problem child, like some, like some, like you." I said, "We don't even need you." And he says, "What do you mean you don't?" I said, "We don't need you." And he says, "Yeah, I'll get a hat trick tonight." And by, and he did get the hat trick. <laughs> And while the guy, you know, you get a hat trick, the guy's all jumping around him, and he's looking at the bench, giving me the finger. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I'm dead, dead. Yeah. Once again, despite you. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know what he did. In. You know, like I, I, well, the one thing I always remember Jimmy Pappen was that really famous scene where he's standing on the side of the net and he shoots the puck, oh, and yeah. Kenny Dryden reaches back and saves it, and he and he puts his he hand. He puts in, a stick in the eye. I remember that play. Yeah. yeah, I thought he scored the winning goal. And so did he. Yeah. And then Dryden saved saved the day. But he was always playing tricks on the bus. He was guys burning. He was always. He, he, Didn't he, you say he did a hot foot to one guy? And he, no, he give he give a hot foot to the one guy that put a match in his sock, and I don't know what happened. And burnt the guy's ankle. The guy couldn't. Well, the guy played, but he was all burnt and everything like that. He was always playing tricks on the bus, and um, he was a great guy. And um, I'm gonna miss him. <laughs>